Hello. All right. So today's talk is about the miracle of magnesium and the best forms to take because a lot of people just go randomly to whatever store, wherever they're buying groceries or just wherever they are to um, pick up some magnesium and they are not all created equal. So what's interesting about magnesium is that there are many different forms and there are specific forms of them tied to specific health conditions. And that's what we need to talk about here today. But first, let's talk about some of the things, the benefits that we can get from magnesium and why it is kind of that miracle mineral, okay? So it's an essential mineral. It is used abundantly in the body and it is associated with over 300 enzymatic processes in the body. So enzymes are things that speed things up in the body that make the chemical reactions happen. So they're involved in energy production, muscle contraction, heart health, bone health, all sorts of things. So magnesium is very, very important. But again, you can't just go randomly take whatever kind of magnesium. You have to look at what your system symptoms are, what your health condition conditions are, and then buy accordingly. So let's talk about a little bit of the benefits from them, the different aspects of them. So if you're someone who struggles with a lot of energy or lack of energy, I should say, which is a lot of people in my programs, most people struggle with some kind of fatigue and magnesium is essential for the conversion of all of the macronutrients that we take in from our foods to help put that into our energy pathways to produce our energy molecule called ATP. Remember that from high school biology. So that is the body's main source of energy. And if you are lacking in magnesium, among other things, you're going to have a hard time making good amounts of ATP and you're going to feel it with just general fatigue. Uh, then let's talk about metabolism and thyroid. Okay, so those things all go together, metabolism, energy production, and thyroid. So magnesium is important for thyroid hormone production and conversion, okay? So it's all about regulating all those hormones, and your thyroid gland is one of the major players in your metabolism. So if you are low on magnesium, it's going to be really, really hard to get your metabolism up. It's going to be hard for your thyroid to be supported. And it's going to be really hard for you to feel that energy and all the other things that come with that. All right, then let's talk about muscle function. So magnesium sort of fuels the muscle cells. It's important for contraction and relaxation, mostly relaxation. If you are someone who has struggled with leg cramps when you're sleeping, it's often there's some kind of imbalance of too much calcium and too little magnesium. So a lot of times things can help like make topical magnesiums and magnesium chloride spray and things like that can help to, you know, relax the legs. You're not having those muscle contractions while you sleep because they're painful and then it allows you or it doesn't allow you to sleep very well. Um, nervous system function. So Magnesium is a modulator of the brain chemicals. So if you're someone who struggles with some kind of um, mental health aspects, such as anxiety and depression, there's a certain type of magnesium that is beneficial to you for that. And it, play, it plays a big role in bone health. It helps the calcium 
get stored in your bones. Okay, so most things in nature occur together in a certain ratio, and that is true with magnesium and calcium. So magnesium is helping about 60% of the stored bone, you know, storage of the mineral in your bones. Okay, so bone health is important, especially as we age. If we have poor bone health, we're not going to age well. And if you fall, break a hip or something like that, then we know and we've heard of all the issues that come from that. And then also magnesium is really important for heart health. All right, it helps to maintain a regular heartbeat. All right, so if you are someone who has struggled with arrhythmias, you know, you might need to get your minerals checked out and help to moderate those so you can have healthy heart rate. All right, so let's talk about the different forms. I have a little cheat sheet here um, to make sure I don't forget anything, but I'm going to talk about how, what, you know, what the different forms are and what they normally do. And, you know, maybe when it makes sense, I'll give some general dosage information. And so you have to kind of work with your practitioner on that to see if there's something you need to do to modify those kind of general recommendations. All right. So the first form I want to talk about is something called magnesium oxide. And just so you know, like I mentioned, usually minerals, nutrients do not in nature occur alone. So they need to be, the, the idea in a supplement form is that they are bound to something else to make the absorption and utilization of the magnesium better. So one thing about this form, the magnesium oxide form is it doesn't really do that. It's very, um, it, it's not very bioavailable. It's not easy to absorb. And it's mostly used in cheaper over-the-counter products. And it's going to cause GI upset. Now, if you look at products such as milk of magnesia, it is used for constipation. If you look at what kind of magnesium is in there, you'll see that it's magnesium oxide. If you're someone who has been told they need to increase their body levels of magnesium and you end up by going to the drugstore or wherever and you pick some magnesium up and all of a sudden you are thinking, gosh, you know, every time I take this, I have kind of an upset stomach or I have to go to the bathroom or whatever it may be, check and see, is it the magnesium oxide form? It is not absorbable, okay? It is the cheapest form. I would avoid this. It does nothing to increase your body levels of magnesium. So if you were told from an RBC magnesium test or, or a cellular level test that your magnesium is low, this is not the form that's going to increase those levels and get into your cells and do all the things I just mentioned before. This would be strictly like working with constipation, severe constipation. That's <laughs> be the kind of the only thing. And it's not gonna do anything for getting magnesium levels into your bones or into your cells or anything like that. So don't use that one. Um, then the, the next one is used for similar reasons, but it actually does help to increase body levels a little bit. And that's called magnesium citrate. All right, so it does have laxative properties. So if you are someone who does struggle with that situation, then it's probably okay to do a form of magnesium with that's magnesium citrate because it will help with that issue. It'll keep you more regular. Um, the reason it does that is it helps to draw in water into your GI system. 
Um, it will increase the total body levels of magnesium a little bit, but it's going to mostly be staying in your gut. Okay. So you can go from say 200 milligrams to 2000 milligrams a day. You'd want to titrate up. You don't want to start at the high end because you don't want to have the opposite extreme happen. Um, so this is better for people with constipation, but if you are someone who has constipation and low magnesium, then you probably want to do this form of magnesium and another form that's going to absorb and increase your body stores a little bit more. All right. The, um, Third one I wanted to talk about is magnesium malate. So malate is, it's, it's um, that the magnesium is bound to something called malic acid, which is found in fruits. And like I said, um, we know that malic acid is absorbed in our foods that we eat, fruits and things like that. And so they combine it to magnesium in order to help the absorption altogether. So this will work to increase total body um, absorption of the magnesium. If you are struggling with fatigue, if you have um, pain, like joint pain, this would be a good version to take. So this is something you'd want to take in the morning. This is not something you would take for those relaxation properties of magnesium that we hear about all the time, because the malate form can be a little bit energizing. So do not take this one prior to bed. This is one that you would take during the day. So if you struggle with some pain, like body pain, and um, you know want to deal with a little bit more of energy, you know, focus on helping your energy, then a magnesium malate is the form for that. So you would probably start at the, I don't know, 300, 400 milligrams is probably a good a good place to start on that. And I think if you were to get, and I have all these kinds of magnesiums in my store, but if you were to get this kind of magnesium uh, or any of these magnesiums, this is basically how they would come. They would start out at these um, recommended doses, like the baseline recommended dose. All right, then there's something called magnesium threonate or L-threonate. And if you've ever heard of things like I think there's a magnesium blend out there called Calm or something. Um, I'm not really sure about the quality of it, but this would have, this kind of implies that that would have some threonine in it, which is um, the, what it's combined with with magnesium to help with absorption. So the thing about threonate, that form of it is shown to cross the blood-brain barrier. So if you are someone who struggles with anxiety and depression and just have like the racing mind and you can't shut down at night, this is a good one for that bedtime situation. The thing is, it's not going to increase your total body magnesium. But if your main focus is to calm the brain down and to be able to relax a little, then magnesium 3 and would be great to have at bedtime. So, um, I don't know, just th that one is something that I have used for people who do have trouble shutting down and going to sleep. Uh, it really makes a difference for them. But like I said, if they need to improve their overall total magnesium, they need to take another form with it. All right. So for your overall increased total body levels of magnesium, my favorite is magnesium glycinate. All right, so it's glycinated, meaning it's added to an amino acid called glycine, which has kind of a calming effect as well. 
So this is probably the most cost-effective form. It is very effective in increasing overall body levels of magnesium. And I think it's really important to take before bed because it does have that ability for you to shut down. It um, will increase the total body levels. That's what I had just mentioned. There's a little bit of research showing that it may in part cross the blood brain barrier. Um, but that is something that is, you know, something that could be used and you can titrate those doses up of the magnesium glycinate. I think a lot of times they start at like 200 milligrams and you can go up to I always say watch people to um, you know, think about their bowel intolerance. And usually it doesn't happen with magnesium glycinate, but everyone is different. I have had one person have loose bowels when taking a higher dose of it when they're trying to help shut down. So all we did was just back it up by whatever the, the dose of the capsules were because she was struggling a lot with shutting down, going to sleep, and then the total overall levels of magnesium. Now, like I said, one of the ways people test magnesium, um, and you probably have to ask your doctor for this unless they're kind of in the know, but you need to ask for a red blood cell magnesium level. That's going to be really, really accurate. And then another way is by looking at the micronutrient panel that I do with people all the time. We look at the minerals and the vitamins and the antioxidants and amino acids, and what we can see is different patterns that show us when people are um, being able to absorb all the nutrients. Okay, so we see patterns we put all together. Magnesium is just one of 35 or 38. I can't remember exactly how many are on the test, but if that's something that you're interested in knowing and getting a baseline of your cellular level nutrients, that would be the place to start. This is, it's an amazing test. There are always patterns that come up there are always things that people can do to improve, and it just shows us what is impacting their nutrient levels. You know, maybe they eat a really pretty good diet, but they're under a lot of stress, and it just goes to show how much stress deal, you know, messes with our system. And what I see on the tests that I do for this with magnesium is that oftentimes, and I would say the majority of the times that people are struggling with blood sugar and insulin control, blood sugar control with insulin, is that they also have deficient magnesium levels. Magnesium is involved in so many things. I just told you a few of them. There's 300 plus reactions that happen in the body that magnesium is a part of. And it's really important to know this as well as other nutrients. And I'm not really sure why magnesium seems to be almost like a buzzword or almost like people are just more aware of it. And people are talking about magnesium all the time, which is why I wanted to explain the different amounts because I have talked to so many people just, you know, socially or just randomly and they'll be talking about, oh, my doctor said I should take some magnesium because I can't sleep. And then I'm like, well, are you taking, you know, a good form? Yeah, I just got it at the natural section of the grocery store but gosh, ever since I've been taking it, my, I have like a really bad stomach. I'm like, well, that's because it's probably magnesium oxide form. And so you have to know some of these things rather than just take all this information in and apply it to your situation when you don't really know the details behind it. And that is where someone like me comes in. This is what I do. This is what I try to connect the dots for people so that they can feel and function their best, but it's got to be personalized. All right. Um, so magnesium is a huge thing, but there are so many other things and there's so many other connected things with magnesium and other minerals. You told, you heard me talk about calcium. 
there's kind of a synergistic um, relationship between magnesium and calcium. There's all kinds of things like that in nature. Magnesium is never just in nature. Calcium, or singularly in nature. Calcium is never just by itself in nature. So our bodies need to be best, you know, best be able to recognize it. And that's why they're put into these different forms where it's attached to an amino acid or it's um, uh, chelated is what it's called. It's, it's a process that puts it together so that your body is like, oh, I know what you are. I know what you're supposed to do in my body. And then it can do that. And then you can start feeling better. So um, I am going to put a link to my store. So what you can do if you, you know, if any of these resonate with you, if you have questions, please, you know, reach out. Uh, you can private message me, you can email me, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, but go to my store and just search, you know, get it, get in there, create a, an account if you don't have that already and go in there and just search magnesium and then all the different types of magnesium will pop up or you can search by condition. If you need sleep health or immune health or, you know, whatever you can search that way, but look at the forms of magnesium that might apply to you based on the things I just discussed today. And what if you need one for GI health and you also need one for sleep, we can figure that out as well. So um, reach out and I'll put that link in the comments. And if you choose to create an account and do any ordering, you can always use the code ROCK10, R-O-C-K-10 for a discount on there. And then you'll have it up and ready to go uh, for any times I have flash sales or flash discounts to get you some extra discounts on any of the products in that store. So if you have any questions, um, please reach out. I can't see any comments now if people are making any, but I will get back to them if there are. And if you reach out, I will definitely get back to you as soon as I can. But I hope this has been helpful. Magnesium is a major player in our body and we just need to know the right way to handle it. All right. And the right way to take it. So uh, I will leave you with that and we'll get back with more information next week. And also, I'm not sure about next week. Um, I usually come on Tuesdays, late morning. I'm central time zone. Next week, I will be in London. So I'm not sure about the time frame and things like that. So I don't know what time I, I would pop on if I can. So I'm excited. I get to go speak at Oxford. I'm going to be speaking about this kind of thing, not specifically magnesium, but advocating for your health you know, being your own best advocate when it comes to your health and doing what you need to do to find your true health. So I'm excited to do that, but I might not be able to be on here next week, but I look forward to all that I learned when I'm there and I'll come back and share all that with you. All right. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Bye-bye.